Hey everybody, and welcome to this first official instance slash episode slash whatever of the of the Q and A, which is a weird way to phrase it. Um, I'm joined by <laughs> Yoris and Vala from the dev team, and we will do our damnedest to answer as much of your questions as we can. Uh, keep in mind that we're answering this at a point in development that is very much subject to change. So any of the answers we give today might be different in the future, but that's why we have a Discord, and that's why we're very open to questions. So with that said, gentlemen, thank you for uh, joining me on this podcast. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having me. Sweet. Okay, let us start with the general questions. We uh, have divided this into sections, uh, just for you know ease of answering. So we're going to start with questions that are more of the general nature. Uh, that we're of course capable of answering. Um, let's start with a, a doozy-ish. Will there be early name reserving for Ember Sword? Um, yes, we will have early name reserving at some point, probably pre-alpha time, roughly in that range. Um, but when exactly that will be, I, I don't know yet. But yes, we will have name reserve. Fair enough. Will there be a character limit on names? Um, yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get murdered by like ninety-five want... zeros and ones in a, in a row, right? <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want the entire Bible as a name. Exactly. <laughs> Only half. <laughs> the good half. Yeah. <laughs> the one where he carries heavy objects and stuff. I love that part. Yeah. <laughs> Best part. Apologies to any Christians. <laughs> I'm Eastern European. I can say these things. Um. <laughs> Um, will players be able to go inside of buildings, for example, shops and things of that nature? I mean, uh, the big issue with going into player-owned buildings is that not every player will own a house. So it wouldn't make a lot of sense to use a ton of resources on it, even though it'd be super cool. But going inside larger buildings and villages and such is definitely something that we'd love to add. And uh, it just adds a whole different level of personality to the world, so... Oh, for sure. Yeah, buildings in the in the cities you can enter, um, play around land, may, maybe, maybe not, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> for now, at least. For now, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it, it, with how dynamic we're making the world and with how much we're going to be spending post-launch and supporting it, I can imagine that it's definitely something we can have on the table. But, you know, in the, in the initial stages of the game, most likely not. Yeah. These, these were the sort of general questions we selected. Now we are moving on to something meaty, the gameplay. Uh, a lot of people have been asking about how the combat is going to work and, and various facets of said combat. And I've cherry-picked some questions from, from that nature, and we're going to go through them now. Starting with, will there be any unarmed skills in the game? So th there's not a specific skill for unarmed combat, in that sense, but when you're not wearing any weapons, it makes sense that you care to like punches or something, so you can at least do something. Um, but th but there's not a specific like skill tree specifically dedicated to to unarmed combat, no. I mean, depending on your strength, you might be able to take on a bear. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> as high as it goes, I mean, it's, sort of, it's, it's sort of an interesting notion of will sort of. I, I remember. It was sprung from a discussion of somebody just being thrown into the ultra deep with no equipment and seeing whether through pure skill alone they'll be able to like exit. But I imagine there's other ways you can prove your merit in Ember Sword without you know going naked into the jungle. 
like an <laughs> I mean, insane I hope so. movie. Certainly, certainly do. Um, will there, or rather, sorry, uh, will every character slash weapon have a dodge skill? Yes. It's more of a mobility sort of base question. How, yeah. how well will you, will you be able to avoid damage in combat through skill alone? So, I mean, go so, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, all right. Um, so, so every weapon type has its own skill tree or like set of skills that you can use. Um, and then there's like a general one which has like dodge and a speed buff and things like that. So, uh, yes, every player can dodge. And then there are dead, like specific weapon skills that are associated with a two handed weapon, for example. Yeah. And we also are considering uh, when you're dodging and weaving out of combat that you'd be able to switch weapons on the go so this way you'd add a, a new level of, of mastery so going from from melee heavy hitting to to suddenly firing your bow from long range uh so so yeah dodging will play a huge role in in combat without a doubt Ooh, sweet okay well uh i'm i'm very big on dark souls as listeners of the podcast know and the thing in dark souls at least in the first one were iframes will those be a thing in our combat um, so we currently don't have iframes, and I don't know if it makes a lot of sense with latency. So for example, if you have like 200 milliseconds latency to the server, and then you dodge, and then the server doesn't know you dodged until like 200 milliseconds later, um, you'd still get hit, you know, within that delay. So I don't know if it makes a lot of sense in an MMO necessarily. Um, so currently we don't have iframes, but we, we like there's room for improvement there if, if it does prove to be helpful. Well, the nice part about this is that subsequent Souls games, if I can make that comparison again, uh, for the most part, almost did away with iframes and were very hitbox specific, which is certainly a fantastic way to go about it. It actually introduces a higher skill ceiling, in my opinion. Yeah. To to just to these just get your timing right. Yeah, just get good, scrub. That's <laughs> all so we're asking. We're asking for you to come I into like the it. game and be an expert. You have thirty days to get good, otherwise you're banned. I will personally enforce that. I do not sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible in my job description. Peep me on LinkedIn. You'll see. Um, this this next one is something that I found genuinely interesting. Um, we are very big on cosmetics, as everybody following Embersword closely will know. And by their nature, cosmetics alter the appearance of armor, weapons, what have you. And that might be... I, I, want, want, I don't want to say a problem, but certainly an aspect to be considered in PvP. So, a lot of games I've heard um, circumvent that issue by disabling cosmetics in PvP so that uh, people can, you know, see what armor you have, see what weapons you have, so they can discern what skills you have at your disposal so they can react accordingly. How are we handling cosmetics in PvP then? I mean, uh, so... Since it's open world PvP, uh, suddenly switching gear might look strange. Um, but another thing is, since we have armored weapon classes, distinguishing between like a heavy player and a light player might not actually be that big an issue. Um, but I think uh, and George might be able to comment on this with more detail. I don't think we'll t- will change. Uh, the the visible equip- equipment unless it's it becomes a big deal. Yeah. So the thing is, um, 
Right, if, if in PvP you have some, like your opponent has a sword that inflicts poison damage and you're very susceptible to poison damage, then you want to be able to see that so you can stay away from that person. If they're wearing a cosmetic, you can't tell. Um, so it does make it less competitive. So the question at the end of the day is like, how competitive do you really want to make the game, right? If you're really focusing on competitiveness, then obviously you should hide the cosmetics. Um, personally, I'm more of a proponent for hiding the cosmetics because I think it, it becomes fairer that way and you can actually, you know, you have more information as the player. Um, currently, they're not being hidden, but it really just depends on, on pre-alpha testing, right? Like if people say, like, this is shit, I can't play PvP because I don't know what my opponent's wearing, then obviously we should change it. So it, it really depends on the feedback we get early on. Yeah, of course. It is is very dependent on what people say, so be active yeah. on Discord, guys. <laughs> Tell us what you think. Um, I mean, that goes for a lot of the questions in general and, and a lot of the gameplay-related issues. I mean, everything's up for change, of course. Like, yeah. there's, there's no point in being pig-headed and, and forcing some gameplay element through that just nobody wants. Um so yeah, everything everything's up for changing, and and a lot of it is dependent on the input we receive. So so definitely like be active on the Discord and just poke us. Like we're happy to hear your input. Absolutely, I'm happy to read it at 11:38 in the evening when I'm <laughs> desperately trying to find something to do before I go to sleep. So yeah, um, moving back to the questions, <laughs> it's a weird segue. <laughs> Um, we we have revealed that there will be verticality in the game in terms of jumping. How much does verticality play a role in creating the game world? I think it's definitely a me question. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so we'll have a lot of jumping and it'll play a really big role. Um, the thing is, in MMOs, a lot of MMOs don't use it very practically or they try to and then have mixed success like uh, Guild Wars 2 where the the jumping puzzles were super finicky and it was really hard to judge distance um, but that was a that, that's a very much a camera issue um, in Ember Short though we have a fix like for now we have a fixed camera and uh, and that lends to to it being a bit more easy to tell um, another thing is that um, we're taking a, a note out of the traditional G uh, action RPG books, um, so like mastering jumping will not only help you in in, in exploring the world, uh, but also in combat, uh, since your attacks will be affected by whether or not you're in the air. So, so we have like a jumping skill which um, which just allows you to get further and. It's uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how people use it. But uh, on a more um, on a like a environmental uh, note, um, we have we d we will have uh, places where verticality plays a big role. So you'll have a, a larger field of view. You'll have uh, the ability to spot your opponent uh, way before they have they can, uh, so you can jump and gank them from above, if that's what you're into. Yeah, but that was one of the follow-up questions, actually. Will there be some sort of advantage somebody could gain through verticality? Yeah. Ooh, I hope that doesn't anger somebody when they get assassins created from, like, from the clouds. At the same time, it definitely is a story to tell. 
<laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it is an interesting notion. I, I was thinking more, for some reason, Mario Odyssey popped into my head when I was thinking about verticality, where... Okay. Um, and I haven't played it, but I've, I've watched enough as to where verticality and just movement in that game plays such an important role to the point where... That's true. I know there's, there's some um, hidden just secrets in the game that you can only reach by doing an insane jump and it's, mm. it's weirdly satisfying to know that uh you, you you were trying to do something that looks like a glitch and then you land where you wanted to land and boom there's there's a secret there developers knew you wanted to do that yeah. so that, that's what i've been thinking in, in terms of the verticality so if yeah we're definitely exploring uh exploring what secrets we can hide and how we can hide them so uh players who have a uh a love for for jumping puzzles and that sort of stuff uh are gonna feel super satisfied and uh find all kinds of fun easter eggs nice that is good to hear so this will do it for this instance of the q a podcast thank you guys for listening we will be tackling the remainder of your questions next week uh we just need a bit more time to process them and come up with answers that are satisfactory to what you guys are asking of us. So thank you for listening, and we will catch you next week. See ya. Bye. Hey you, you made it to the end. Congratulations. That must mean you like us enough to want more, right? Well, good news. We're all over the internet. Go to embersword.com and subscribe to our newsletter for a chance to play the game early, as well as the latest interesting tidbits on the game and the team. Join our lovely Discord community over at discord.gg embersword. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at PlayEmberSword for regular updates on what we're up to. And remember the basics. Drink water, be kind to each other, and spread the word about EmberSword. Smash that record button. It is smashed. (laughs) Annihilated. Bombed from orbit. Yeah, it is now gone. <laughs> this this isn't an infinite recording. It's it's all going to Mr. Google in cloud. Yes. This is a weird way to start. Okay.